What's going on, everybody? Hope you guys are doing good today and enjoying the show. Whether you tune in on podcast or YouTube, while we are on the subject of flatlining this week, I went over my setup, what I like to use, hooks, floral, rod, reel, line, all that kind of stuff in my last video. Uh, I've been fishing on the East Coast and the West Coast since I was in high school, so I just want to go over some tactics, what's worked well for me, and how to diversify yourself in all fly lining aspects. 90% of the fish are caught by 10% of the fishermen. Of 100 boats going out on a Saturday, 80 of them are following the crowd, 10 of them shouldn't be past the inlet, 8 are dialed in for the most part, but 2 are professionals that are relentlessly dedicated to putting fish on deck despite any conditions, day in and day out, adapting and using past experience. Sit down, strap in, and get ready to take some notes. We're going to take the fishing game to the next level. Welcome to the Obsidian Fishing Podcast. So, start out with the West Coast. You know, you got your yellowfin tuna, bluefin, yellowtail, all that kind of stuff. Um, traditionally, guys are just, you know, throwing on a circle hook floral leader flipping it out there and you know live baiting on the surface one trick you could also use if the you know the, the bite kind of dies off you could throw a little egg sinker um, and the way I like to do that is go about 18 to 24 inches up the line or the leader I don't really like to put the egg sinker in my braid because braid is kind of you know that fluorocarbon has a better wear and tear and if you're hooking a really big fish and your drag is too tight something like that that break kind of like rub back and forth and snap on you so i always like to put it in my floral leader i basically just run the floral through it twice do a couple wraps um and then go back through the egg sinker pull it tight and i'm good to go i would say don't go heavier than about an eighth or a quarter ounce obviously use a small circle hook you know, it depends on what brand. Every like a two aught Mudo is different, or excuse me, a two aught owner is different than a two aught Mustad. So I typically fish with like a one aught Mustad or like a number four owner, something like that. Um, typically, unless you're in those big bluefin tuna, then definitely beef it up, go with a trocar, two, three, four aught, something like that. Moving along, um, dead bait fishing as well. I would strongly recommend like if you guys have not tried it and you're on the east coast or if you're out here on the west coast and you don't have like a live well that is big enough to live bait chum all day like these big uh, head boats do then get your five pound box of squid or you know some bait fish whatever you want cut it up into small pieces and you know throw that out and basically how you want to throw that out is if your anchor, I mean, it depends on if you're anchor, but most guys aren't um, out here on the West Coast. If you are, though, I would anchor up, make it, throw it out on both sides, and just throw two, three lines out and, you know, see what happens, right? A lot of guys take, like, a cheap baseball bat, like a plastic one for little kids, cut that thing, and that makes, like, a nice cone where you can flick the bait out versus that net kind of going all over the place. So, and it gives you like a little bit of throw too. Um, but don't, I would not recommend putting live baits on your, you know, circle hooks, your fly line, whatever, if you're chumming with dead pieces of squid. Match the hatch. 
um, use a dead piece of squid, you know, or cut piece of squid. If you're chumming with cut squid, save those live baits for if those fish are not going to eat that. If you see them coming up and they're um, chewing, but they're not chewing yours <laughs> with the hook on it, flick a live bait out and try that. Um, that's one underutilized tactic, I think. A lot of the North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia Beach fishermen uh, have not tried is mahi fishing, which I talked about on another podcast. I can tell you how well that worked for us. You know, um, chummy. Some people just don't chum, but it's a proven tactic for saltwater fish, whether you're cobia fishing, mahi, tuna, yellowtail. Even bottom fishing guys down in Florida do extremely well with, uh, you know, you watch any keys episode those guys are catching those yellowtail snapper and they're just schooled up behind the boat they got a little chum bag going and they're going to match the hatch as well um throw something very similar and a small hook you know to what they're chumming so if you don't have live bait that's okay try some dead bait it's an alternative doesn't work or you could do a little bit of both where like get a little spread and chum going with a couple fly lines out and then start digging, you know, if you're marking some fish or fish are just cutting through. Marlin fishing, if you guys um, are trolling for any reason, you know, East Coast, it's not super popular as it is on the East Coast, but I always had a, when I, I worked on a 62 Jarrett Bay and um, we always had a Ballyhoo with a o-ring on it and a circle hook rigged up for you know for mahi tuna the, the mahi and t- they're pretty aggressive you know but the marlin and sailfish was mainly what it was for was that o-ring a circle hook would go right on the nose of that ballyhoo then you take some wire crisscross it through the eyes shut the mouth all that kind of stuff around the gills um and i was like always chilling in the cooler on a spinner rod or not i take that back not on a spinner rod but like on a lighter tld something like that with some um mono top shot with braid so that way it was a lighter rig but we had the line capacity as well so you know those marlin come up checking out the spread not wanting to bite yada 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 the you know grab that fly line out with that dead ballyhoo and just put that thing in free spool hold your hand on the reel because if that fish bites it turns the other way backlash on you but um anyways just free spool it and like a lot of times those fish will eat that little ballyhoo that just is like not keeping up with the crowd with the rest of them you know you get your spreader bars or whatever out and um yeah just let them eat 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 i count three to five something like that and just put the torque on them drag and just load that rod that circle hook should just pop right in their mouth so that's one tactic and then another one would be like if you guys are in the mahi real well and they are you know hitting those trolling rigs once you start getting them if you slow the boat down it's one thing i've seen is people slow the boat down too soon so you hook a mahi or whatever don't immediately clear all the lines pull them all in right because like yeah you want to avoid tangles but if anything just clear like that maybe that one side but i wouldn't even recommend doing that a lot of these charter boat guys, how they get multiple hookups is they hit that one, that <clears throat> outrigger or whatever, they pop that one out, and they're, the drag's screaming. 
just keep going for like another 30 seconds to a minute. And a lot of times you'll get, boom, another outrigger, a short line, whatever, because that school of fish comes with them. And that's how you get multiple hookups at one time. Um, also, say you only get that one, right? Clear the lines, slow the boat down, you're cranking them in. I always keep the boat going at somewhat of a speed because you want that constant tension on that hook because it's A, usually a J hook, B, the tension on that line is going to keep that hook in place because, you know, if you stop the boat and that fish darts under the boat or whatever, gets in the, tr you know, the, uh, the motors or tension comes off and you lose that fish. No bueno. So, reeling in that one fish, you didn't hook up any others, flick a sardine out, flick it, you know, if you've got live bait, if not, you know, throw a piece of squid out or whatever. A lot of times those mahi, sometimes the wahoo will bring in their buddies with them while they're being reeled in, and you can actually hook up another one or two on a fly line as you're reeling them in on that, uh, you know, talica or whatever, your trolling rig. So, moving along, bottom fishing. I always like to have a fly line out. If you guys are anchoring, drifting, it can be a bit much, depending on how big the spot is. If it's a, if it's a little spot on a spot, you're probably not going to be, you know, flipping a fly line out and then jumping your grouper rig down or snapping a rig, whatever. And then you're going to, you know, reset every five, 10 minutes. It's not worth it. But if you guys are A, anchored up, or B, making a long drift across a big bottom spot, I would highly recommend having a spinning rod ready. Just flick something out. Um, typically, I don't use wire on any of my stuff. I've seen guys do it. I don't like it. Uh, I, I prefer a circle hook and some fluoro, unless you're really you know in some wahoo, kingfish, that type of thing. So, you know, same thing, whatever you got, squid. Because um, you're kind of chumming in the water as you're dropping, you know, bait down, especially if you're anchored up. Your boat is like a natural, that bait and the fish coming up is attracting other fish or other fish are seeing other fish feeding and you never know when like a mahi's cruising by or whatever. So I'll have like one light line way out the back, put it up on top of the console so it's out of everybody's way and you know that could put a couple extra fish on deck like that. Also bottom fishing, I've seen if you're catching like amberjack, call them AJ's or whatever even yellowtail, that type of thing. When you're cranking one in, you'll see he'll bring his buddies with him. If you have that fly line ready to go, you've got something to flick out. Like AJ's will bring up Cobia, other, you know, more AJ's with him. Um, so that way, like if you're on the bottom and that AJ's, you, know, you can see him in the water and he's bringing a couple Cobia up with him, you don't have to worry about cranking your rig off, taking your weight off, you know, is that a circle hook that you're fishing for Cooper too big for that Cobia, that type of thing. Um, I always have a fly line rigged up, ready to go. Cause you never know what kind of opportunities are gonna present themselves throughout the day. Also, highly recommend you guys have a like Colt sniper or whatever, you know, you like, um, ready to go. Cause if like fish come up foaming or you see some tuna busting way off in the distance, you want something that you can fling out there and get to them, right? Um, and if you have this and your buddies have fly lines, you're gonna get out to them faster. <laughs> So <laughs> buddies be pissed at you, but whatever, right? So I like the Colt snipers because you can throw them out, crank them in. You know, you can drop them down, crank them straight up. The Colt snipers are awesome jigs. Uh, one of my favorites as far as the pelagics 
go they eat them up uh, I usually stick with a sardine color you know either a green or a blue sometimes a pink I find that blue and like a silver or a white is very hard to beat as far as like the pelagics go yellowtail can be a little bit different you know they like their scrambled egg color jigs and stuff like that but um blue and yellow is like cold sniper is my go-to uh, yeah so hopefully you guys enjoyed the show got a little something out of it um hit me up with questions connect on instagram obsidian fishing more than happy to you know go over some stuff you guys have any specific questions or situations you've been in you're like man should i've done this should i've done that you know i always try to take something i learn something every single time i go fishing i try to take that and apply it to my next trip you know i always make a joke with you know my buddies i'm like one of us gonna learn the hard way today it's either me or you <laughs> so but all right guys uh if you enjoyed the show shoot me a like thumbs up five star review or whatever help me get this thing off the ground to do what i love for a living when i got out of the navy in a few years um let's connect keep tight lines till next time later hope you guys enjoy the show and you can use some of the tactics techniques and secrets to put more fish on deck please leave a review if you enjoy the show or learn a little something it would greatly help me get this journey off the ground I'm doing what i love for a living when i get out of the navy in a couple years also if you put the smack down some fish and hit your limit i'm gonna ask that you help a kid catch one show them what you're doing or let them crank on one you never know when a fish could create a lifelong sportsman if it weren't for guys willing to take me fishing and show me the ropes, I definitely would not be the fisherman I am today. So let's all carry that forward, help the next generation. The fish depend on future sportsmen. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Love to talk to you guys, connect, answer any questions. Until next time, be the top 10%.